W, it's radio host Marty Sheargold. And WTF, it's Brooke Satchwell. Now please welcome your host, it's Lawrence Mooney. This is Dirty Laundry Live and it's 9 Dirty. Uh, Paul McCartney told the Daily Mirror he's given up marijuana. But in 2010, he told Rolling Stone he'd given up marijuana. He keeps forgetting he's given up marijuana, <laughs> which makes me think he hasn't given up marijuana. <laughs> At a concert this week, pop star Enrique Iglesias cut his hand open on a drone. Gee, that Gwyneth Paltrow really has some sharp edges, doesn't she? <laughs> Good. Unfair. No, good. In royal news, the BBC caused a stir when a producer mistakenly tweeted, the Queen is dead. A frustrated Prince, Pil a frustrated <laughs> Prince Philip climbed out of the royal bed saying, you're telling me. <laughs> they love each other very much. I know. It's not Philip's much. fault, mate. TV, <laughs> <laughs> TV prankster Matt Pritchard is in trouble after getting drunk on a plane and urinating on actor Dolph Lundgren. What? Yes, Dolph can't be too upset. Everyone knows the future of entertainment is in live streaming. <laughs> 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 and... Thank you. And the encore list of Australia's most hated celebrities is out with Rolf Harris first, Tony Abbott second and Kyle Sanderlands third. Tony would have to be happy with second because you definitely don't want Rolf behind you <laughs> and you certainly don't want Kyle on top of you. <laughs> this is Dirty Laundry Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome, Marty Sheargold. Lovely to be here, Moomad. Welcome, Brooke Satchwell. Marty, hi. And Ronnie Chang, welcome to the panel for the first Very time. Yeah. Yes. Season one, doing segments. I finally make it to the panel. You yeah. earned your place. Yeah. You earned your yeah. place. Yeah. You ruined that segment, and now you're on the panel. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Ronnie. <laughs> and Ash London from... Uh, Ooh, Shazam Top 20. Shazam Top 20. What's Shazam. number one at the moment? Currently, it's Avicii, Waiting for Love. I know you're a big Avicii fan. And sing it. Waiting for love. Thank oh, you. Waiting yeah. for okay. love. Yeah, yeah nice. That's all I got. This is a quiz, and it's all about celebrity. <laughs> That's all Marty's got. Are they playing that? It's, mate, it's hard to sing along, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, be I'm better Why, on... Why, because you have to join in? What's well, the... it's just, there's not much melody. Oh, um, okay. It's just, I'm waiting for love. love. I'm, I'm waiting for love. love. Yeah, it sounds... Nailed it, Sheagold. Mate, that's what I do. That's what I... Gee, I've got a little bit of hair there, Moon Man. Yeah, What's yeah. going on? Looks like Moby, Jesus. sounds like a Vici. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. This is a quiz, and it's all about celebrity. I ask the questions. If you answer them right, you'll hear this. Oh, yeah, and you might get a round of applause, and that means you've scored a point. So, let's get into it. Standing by. Brooke, yes. first question for yeah. you. Hey, they've got my back. I'm ready. Let's go. It's been the biggest news of the week. Who appears on the latest cover of Vanity Fair? And a small caveat on this one, if you don't answer this right, you're fired. <laughs> it is, in fact, the smoking hot Caitlyn Jenner. Smoking hot Caitlyn Jenner. Don't you objectify her. Oh, well, Jenna, there you go. Jenna unveiled her new identity on the cover of Vanity Fair with the headline, Call Me Caitlin. Inside the mag, she says this. Bruce, 
always had to tell a lie. He was always living that lie. Every day, he always had a secret from morning till night. Um, Caitlin doesn't have any secrets. As soon as the Vanity Fair cover comes out, I'm free. The Olympic gold medalist confirmed she was transitioning to life as a woman in an interview with Diane Sawyer back in April, where she identified herself as transgender. Her transition will also be the subject of an eight-part documentary series that will premiere in July 2015 called I Am Kate, that is with a C. And according to Guinness World Records, Caitlin set a new record by hitting one million Twitter followers in four hours and three minutes, beating the time recently set by US President Barack Obama. That's crazy, isn't it? It's been huge news. Vanity Fair is a favourite magazine yeah. of mine. Why Vanity Fair? Well, it's, it's the art, arts and entertainment bible. It's got the integrity. It's got the news stories. It's got the international coverage. It's yes, it's as big as it's going to get. Title. So she she looks awesome on the cover of that. My question is how she's going to live up to looking like that every single day. Welcome to the world yeah, of being a woman. Yeah. Exactly. Well, there you go. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. You know who she looks a little bit like? Bruce Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She... A little bit. A little bit. There's a little bit of Bruce about her, Moon Man. She certainly is reminiscent I mean, of Bruce Jenner. But... It's such a public thing to do, isn't it? I mean, I would have thought just that sort of transitioning period would have been better sort of maybe private because now you are just bang. And, well, and it's an eight-part series about becoming a woman. Well, it is. Well, living as a woman, but also the fact that it was on Vanity Fair, it's very socially progressive. We've all gone through this education process yeah. with Caitlin already. I think if you're going to do the transition, do it that way. Have the best photographers, the best yes. makeup artists. Yes, They're going to pay for everything. You're going to look amazing. Mm. Certainly the way I'd do it. Yeah. Would, yeah. If you were going to choose a magazine to oh, yeah. go out on the cover of, if is I'm it, gonna is it band, Vanity Fair? It's going to be the footy record, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking rugby league week. Yeah, I'm going to play um, for the magpies. Yeah. Right. I'm going to nail it. Yeah. It's going to be great. Five you'd, bucks. You'd have to get a lot of ink if you're going to play for the magpies. Knock a couple of teeth out. i got my black and white on you tonight. You do. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say you look masculine because <laughs> you, you don't. Thank you. Um, well done. Well done, Moon Man. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> you seem to But we have, had, we have had a bit of an education this week in terms of using the correct pronouns, at least. Uh, yes, this is very true. This is very true. But it is. It's, it's marvellous that, I mean, that, that, that's an, if you're going to be the person that starts the global conversation, you're right, do it in the best possible way. Because there's a lot of people out there that don't know that this is a valid way of being. Mm. Very conflicted and confused. Mm. And it, it normalises something that's actually well, alarmingly normal. Well, in, in terms of transgender, America seems to be really setting, setting the pace. They've got, you know, Transparency being a massive hit yeah. on Netflix. We've got um, Caitlyn Jenner, Gen Jenner now. Mm. And... Um, uh, so, sorry, Caitlin Jenner. Caitlin Jenner. Jenner. <laughs> yeah. She's changed her surname as well. <laughs> and, uh, and Laverne Cox in Orange is the New Black. She was on the front of Time magazine last year. Mm -hmm. So they certainly seem to be a bit more progressive than we do what? in Australia. I don't think that we're actually setting that pace. No. I think no you're one right. here. I think no, you're very right. I don't think anyone here has. Is there anyone in our back catalogue of. Transgender people. Well, Carlotta is Carlotta. our most yeah. famous yeah, of transgender course. woman. Yep. But and there was a series about her. A woman, uh, an opportunity lost. On television. Exceptionally been... well, but yeah, yeah right. absolutely. Yeah. Would have been a great opportunity, but 
we chose a woman, so who knows? That is a casting exercise, though, and, uh, you know, whether there's a, a transgender actress available to play that role, so... I mean, I could have done it. <laughs> and you would have been wonderful, Marty. Uh, very, very convincing. Uh, OK, that's being overly generous. But... Yeah. <laughs> well, you have had, had an acting background, haven't you? I've done a little bit, mate. You might remember the librarians. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Barry certainly came in for some criticism. He tweeted earlier in the week, FFS, why do I have to keep not reading stories about Bruce Jenner? Why in heaven's name is he such big news? And everyone on Twitter hoed into him for using the wrong pronoun. In this case, I reckon uh, I would love to kick Paul Barry, of course. Um, <laughs> you know, in the nicest possible way. I'm going to end up on Media Watch. But in this case, it's like, you know... So he used the wrong pronoun. Yeah. It is a learning experience Absolutely for us all. Absolutely it is. Well, sometimes it hurts to learn, doesn't it? What's, oh, what amazes me... Beautifully said, <laughs> I mean, so true, mate. What amazes me is that this time last year, in fact, for the last two years, we've been reading in the trash mags that Bruce Jenner has been transitioning. And we thought it was classic bullshit. But as it turns out, it was true all along. So, are these magazines actually built on truth? <gasps> Just imagine. Oh, yeah, they got the scoop before everyone else did. I mean, my, my, my whole thing is, uh, you know, it's okay to ask questions about this because I don't understand enough about it either and mm. I like to be able to ask questions about it without Well, that's what a conversation demonized. is. Yeah. What questions do you want what to answer, Ronnie? What source Bonnie? material would you go to? Today? Well, first of all, I want to know where she buys her underwear. That's, that's where yeah. I want to. Yeah. It, it, is that, that something that you would ask most women? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would ask every woman I meet. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ronnie. And, and, and I, like to, I like to ask people where they buy their underwear without being demonised for it. Yeah. <laughs> because I think it's a legit question and we all need to know. Sometimes, sure. I, well, if, you, if you'd like Target. to know, I, I sometimes <laughs> buy my undies at the supermarket. Me too, yeah. Moo Man. It's amazing. Mate, I will get an eight-pack of Bonds just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got the fruit, the veg, the WD-40 and yeah. a pack of undies. Bang. I'm happy as loud. Yeah. <laughs> See, that Still wasn't on... so bad. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's just a conversation. That's Still fine. on Kardashian News, Ash, in other huge Kardashian news, Kim announced she was pregnant this week. How did she do it? Oh, <laughs> in the trailer for the upcoming series of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Absolutely right. Okay. In a teaser. You're in. I've got a delay going on and I'm still with you on the underwear and the WD-40 <laughs> trying to work out how they end up in the basket together. And then when we've got Kim Kardashian, how does she do it? It was in the trailer. I'm thinking, Jesus, I missed that episode. <laughs> right. Wow. It's All got right. nothing to do with my shopping basket. In a teaser clip for the rest of the upcoming season, and it's season 10, after endless speculation in the gossip columns, it's finally been revealed Kim is pregnant with her second child after Northwest was born two years ago. So this little circle, that's exactly what you want to see. I just got the blood test back and I am pregnant. <laughs> in the most recent episode, Caitlin was about to go in for reassignment surgery, which we now know happened on March the 15th, which means there's an up to an eight-week delay between real life and the show airing when they must keep facts about their life secret. So how can you live like that? You're living in a reality program with an eight-week lag, so you've got stuff that can be revealed yeah. on social media because they're all on Instagram and Absolutely. Twitter. Absolutely. How would you go, Marty? Terrible, mate, because I don't have Instagram or Twitter. Um, <laughs> it'd be hard for me to tell everyone. Do I you was have pregnant. one diary? <laughs> <laughs> Are you 
an organised person, Ash? Would no. you be able to separate those two lives? You would, I reckon you would need to have two separate smartphones with two separate iCal things happening. Or I'd pay someone <laughs> to do it for me. Because it's the it's, two identities, it's isn't it? It's too you... complicated. I can't keep up my own identity. Two separate outfits. Remember later. to go to a meeting. Exactly right. But it's Chris Jenner, remember. She is... The mummager, she's controlling yeah. all oh, of this. Yeah. Yeah. God but help you if you, you know, stuff up her plans. She yeah. can't be doing it on her own. There must be a huge production team and a huge I think back she office is. for the I Kardashians. Think she's running. She's the she's getting scion of the whole. She's making the calls. Yeah, I mean, she gets 50k a personal appearance herself. Yeah, it's... as well as running all these companies, it's quite. And scary. Kim's worth 85 million dollars. Who doesn't get 50k a personal yeah. appearance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. The last time I was at the Nanagoon Footy Club, I got about 50. Yeah. <laughs> a nice pineapple in the sky yeah. rocket. <laughs> Boom. The Kardashians have harnessed the power of the gossip media to promote their reality and monetize their brand at every opportunity. The baby announcement came in the same week as Caitlyn's Vanity Fair cover. So is it good or bad planning? Deliberate choice? Oh, you can't PR plan disaster. that shit. No, you can't. You can't. I reckon this is where reality and, and the unreality of their program has collided. And, I mean, okay, so think about it. So you have a finite time... Well, you don't have a finite timeline on getting pregnant because they've, I think they've sort of said they've been having trouble or, I don't know, maybe it was the delay, I don't know. Yeah. And then you've got the gender transitioning, which I imagine isn't sort of a set period because there's different aspects that need to be dealt with. Yep. So I reckon it's this perfect storm because you don't waste your two A storylines no. on one episode. Where do you go from transgender and pregnant? Well, that's a, a... Jumping the lesbian shark. I mean, what, yeah. what is left? What, what is, is left? left, I ask you? You might... You might want to explain what, what you mean by jumping the they lesbian shark. They got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it. So you're saying that most storylines, when they become too preposterous, that's called jumping the shark in television. TV, television. Why the lesbian shark? Well, because in Australia, I don't know, maybe we're just not as into sharks and we just tend to bring the, the lesbians in. You know, the girl next door suddenly looks at her mate and goes, ah, oh, hang on a sec, we have a matching thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, like you say, two A storylines there. We've got a pregnancy and yep. we've got, uh, you know, somebody transitioning, a transgender. They're two massive storylines. If this was a... A home and away, Ronnie, or another soap opera. What happens next for the Kardashians? I, I think someone comes back from the dead. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 Well, the Kardashian, yeah. Chris Jenner's first husband, yeah. Kim's dad, mm. dead. Maybe he comes back. He comes back. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Like Who's Harold... he representing, though? Because he's got a bit of a history with the... He's a... Like he Harold Bishop in Neighbours. He came back from the dead. Yeah. Washed off the rocks. He floated was... right back. Yeah, yeah, floated back from Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this was home and away, the bus would just flip. Yeah. Like, which one of the Kardashians survives? <laughs> Hopefully none of them do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't talk about this family for one more minute. OK, I'll just want to ask you this. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. A lot of people think it's just vacuous pap, but yeah. has Caitlin's transition taken it into a sociologically credible area? Unfortunately, yes. I agree. And uh, as much as you want to hate them now, you can't hate them because then you're being transgenderphobic. So now you, we all have to like them now. It's a technicality, yeah. is it? Yeah. It's a goddamn plan from the start. What if it was planned from the start? Dude, what I if can't it... hate them, because you seem like an idiot. If you hate them, you seem like you're a hateful person. Yeah, and that you, I am a hateful person, but not for that reason. I think it's brought into our 
our conversation and now we talk about it and we make the awkward saying he when you're meant to say she. You get all the awkwardness out. Mm. We all learn how to talk about it. We yeah. get over it and it's not a thing anymore. So, yeah. wonderful. So the Kardashians will be remembered for educating the world about transgender. Oh, and that is their legacy. Damn it, why them? Ronnie. <laughs> I've got a question for you. What is a Swedish One Direction fan auctioning off in order to buy tickets to their On The Road Again tour? Okay, I'm not joking about this, but one fan is auctioning off their virginity. That is correct. The young fan said that she's loved One Direction since she was 10. She's now 15, which mm. is the age of consent is in it? Sweden, Jeez. and that she's... that all she'd like to do... <laughs> it is the age of consent in Sweden. All she'd like to do is go on tour with them so she needs cash to pay for flights, hotels yeah. and tickets. She said, I'm a feminist and this is my body. I can do whatever the hell I want with it. Good on your sister. And although <laughs> sex work is illegal in, in Sweden, yeah. the Swedish government have issued an official permit allowing the girl to what? sell her virginity. Oh. The auction so far sits at 225,000 US dollars, but she hopes it will reach 1 million. Well, okay. that what is, is going on? Okay, first of all, okay. where is she auctioning this thing? eBay? Like, <laughs> and, and under what category do you put human hymen? <laughs> what yeah. category do you put human hymen? Household and miscellaneous. I don't. It was, I don't it was know where man. she's It was like when I tried to talk no noise works into taking my virginity, and they just didn't want to know me, mate. No, she's not selling her virginity to the band. Oh, geez. she's selling her virginity <laughs> okay. in order to raise money to follow the band, to open Jeez. auctions. So, so, yeah, the members of One Direction aren't okay. bidding. OK, well, then I need to ring John Stevens and cancel <laughs> all of our prior conversations. In fact, it'd be nice if One Direction got involved here, gave her her $1 million, re-gifted her virginity back to her and let her come on tour with them as a good PR move, don't you think? No. No, no, hold on. I'm not saying as a groupie, I'm saying to say, listen, yeah. you're 15, go and lose your virginity in a traditional Swedish way, in the yeah. back of your dad's Saab or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Why, why does the Swedish government have official virginity auctioning <laughs> permits? Why, did the well, government... why do they just have only one? I don't, like, yeah. that's even... I don't, I don't that's know whether creepy. it's a whole department. It's just one guy so who's going to write you something out, love. Yeah, yeah. no worries. Gee, I, I am snowed under here. <laughs> this, is, this is bullshit. <laughs> Is there... Wow. Is, is this OK? I mean, if it's the age of consent in Sweden and this is yeah. what she wants to do... I mean, most of us gave our virginity away. Yeah. So at least she's turning a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. In fact, I had to pay to have mine taken away like a wreck yeah. in a front garden somewhere. That's fine, mate. I don't have a problem with any of that. This is the same government, can I just say, that um, put one of their citizens on a disability pension 500 bucks a week because he has an addiction to heavy metal shows. Okay. I went to 300 heavy metal shows a year and they classified that as an addiction. Who is the man in the stamp? Who is that man? What the hell is going on? take his stamp away. I don't think it's Matthias Corman. He wouldn't be having that for a second. No, he wouldn't. And for those of you who don't know who One Direction are, here is a brief history of One Direction. 
Since the dawn of pop music, boy bands have reigned supreme. From the Osmonds, New Kids on the Block, Boys to Men, in sync, right through to Human Nature and the Jackson Jive. Parents have approved and girls have swooned. And One Direction are no exception. This is One Direction's story. In 2010, the five members, unknown to each other at the time, entered X Factor as solo performers. There was Harry Styles. What about me? It isn't fair. I'm out alone now. I want my shit. Zayn Malik. Desperado. Why don't you come to your senses? It's and all the others. No problem. I said boom, boom, boom. Well, let me hear say way oh. They were god-awful. Forgotten the words. Um, However, talent show judge and music producer Simon Cowell saw something no one else did. Dollar signs. He threw the five pretty 16-year-olds together and put them through a rigorous okay, training regime. What you need to do is put your right hand on your heart, reach out with your left hand and sing, I love you. I Congratulations, you're a boy band. Now all they had to do was come up with a name. So I was thinking, let's call ourselves the Four Nipples. Come on, there's five of us. Yeah, but I've got four nipples. Bullshit. <laughs> But they settled on One Direction. And although the new group only came third on X Factor, they signed with Simon Cowell's record company and in November 2011 released their first album, Up All Night. It was a huge hit. Debuting at number one on the US Billboard 200, Up All Night sold over 4.5 million copies. The world went nuts for One Direction. Girls wanted to do them, guys wanted to be them. Not since the Beatles had such band worship been witnessed. One young fan recalls her overwhelming experience. So one minute I was completely conscious and then next minute I wake up on the floor and I completely passed out. Just from seeing One Direction? No, I had a drink with Bill Cosby. <laughs> one Direction were a powerhouse, releasing one new album every year and becoming the first band in Billboard's 58-year history to see their first four albums debut in the top slot. By 2015, One Direction were riding higher than ever and were completely inseparable, until one of them separated. In March of this year, the popular Zayn Malik left the group, saying he wanted to live the life of a normal 21-year-old. Despite the loss of Zayn, the remaining four members have chosen to continue without him and are set to release their fifth album later this year. And that was One Direction's story. I'm Louie. <laughs> well done, Louie. Yes. According to New Idea, why is Nicole Kidman on red alert? She's having to fend off uh, someone who's interested in Keith Urban. Uh, am I close? You are close. Is it, is it Gwyneth Paltrow? It is Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Boom. Woo. New Man. Idea reports 
the jealous Nicole was on red alert after husband Keith Urban and Gwyneth Paltrow were caught out enjoying a wild evening at the NBC Red Nose Day concert. Oh. And you can tell Nicole is furious because she's staring at them from right across the page. <laughs> <laughs> According to New Idea, a source close to the actress revealed Gwyneth has always had a crush on Keith for a long time now and he's always cracking jokes and making her smile. <laughs> oh, Keith. <laughs> and as you can see from this photo, she's really pissing herself laughing. Look at that. <laughs> Laugh it up there, Gwyneth. Now, the real story is there is no story. I googled it and there's not a single other gossip site linking Gwyneth and Keith together. Or as I call Gwyneth and Keith, Gwinky. <laughs> Good. Nice. nice. <laughs> and as for the photo of them leaving the gig together, Here's the original of Gwyneth, and unless Keith has suddenly become an angry, bald security guard, the new idea picture has been photoshopped. So, Nicole, you can call off the red alert because this story is classic bullshit. <laughs> Are we still fooled by Photoshop? You saw that original photo there of Gwyneth and Keith you together? Wanna be, you want to be fooled. I imagine Gwyneth Paltrow on a wild night out, like bowl of mung beans and yeah. Oh, yeah, alkalized yeah. water. Like, she's not having yeah, a wild yeah. night out. That's all I'll right. Are those almonds activated? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. The Photoshop is... No. Like, that whole Caitlyn Jenner thing on Vanity Fair, I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't go back Not there because everyone will think you're transphobic. Oh, <laughs> I, I wanted to help you, Ronnie, but I didn't know how. No. <laughs> We're all backing away from oh, you, Ronnie. You're on your own. I'm just moving. Damn it. Yeah, I fall for uh, it, though. I fall for it all the time. I have you been a victim it. of it? Of, of the, a Photoshop? No. A Photoshop? No, I don't think so. Really? Um, no, but I'm. Because I've been using it at home. Oh. So it's just some amateur Photoshop, oh. but I think it's coming up pretty well. No, no, do you, no, no, no. Do you tell friends? <laughs> do you tell friends and family to ignore the trash mags, or isn't? Nah, really I believe everything show? you read. It makes me sound really cool. Like I'm a pilot that works in a morgue. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And I actually, really? Yeah. You've yeah. had pilot and yeah, you work in a morgue. Yeah, I'm a pilot. Worked in a morgue. You know. How did they that come up with the work in a morgue? Twenty. Um, oh, it was a career edu careers education day, and it literally became. I worked in a morgue. Everyone thinks I'm painting. painting um, That'd be sick, though, working in a morgue. It'd be pretty cool. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I would have enjoyed it, but um, it, like, to this day, though, like we're in, like two decades in now, it comes up nearly in every single interview. Working in a morgue. One day I'm just going to rock up in my plane, just fly there. Go, yeah. Don't have a license for it. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just fly my Learjet off to the morgue. Just I've just got to uh, and, yeah. take care of a few stiffs. Um, who would you... <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> people. Who would you rather hang out with, uh, Gwyneth or Nicole? Nicole! Every day of the week. Really? Why Nicole? And Nicole. Gwyneth, she just seems, she just seems a bit boring, and mm. anyone that breaks up with Chris Martin is no friend of mine. Really? Yeah. I think you've got a friend there in Marty, because he's a massive Coldplay fan, aren't you, Marty? Uh, I could fix you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I was... I don't know what that means, and I don't know why you're touching the other guests. Uh, it just seemed like a really good time to try that on. And I reckon it went pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to hang out with Nicole Kidman, Ronnie? Is she your kind of woman? Ooh. Ooh. That's like picking between hands. Uh... <laughs> yeah. uh... I'll go right hand. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Which is Nicole Kidman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, it's um, <laughs> it's always hard to tell. Whoa. 
Hold on, there's the siren, and that can only mean one thing. It's time for Battle Brook! Every week, we put Brook's natural competitiveness to the test up against one of our panellists. It's time to see who Brook will be battling tonight out of the three we have sitting beside. It's Brook versus Marty! Your subject, inspired by the previous story, is who has Gwyneth dated? I'll ask oh. you both the same five questions. Okay. The one that gets the most correct wins one solitary point. Marty will be going Marty. first. I feel very so good So you put on the headphones. <laughs> and, Brooke, because tonight is the 30th anniversary of The Goonies movie, we're piping into Brooke's headphones, The Goonies Are Good Enough by Cindy Lauper. Shall we have a bit of a listen to that now? That's super loud, by the way. This is, this is an 80s soundtrack. Ronnie, you weren't born. No. You young idiot. <laughs> um, I am going to okay. destroy Brooke Moon Man. Yeah. All right, Brooke, can you hear me? You can't hear a thing. I had sex with your boyfriend and you were right. He's rubbish. <laughs> um... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> OK, is Marty. Is my name my buzzer? No, all you have to do is answer dated or rumour, OK? Dated or, or rumour. I'm going to name some names and you tell me whether Gwyneth dated them or whether it was a rumour. OK, your time starts now. Yes. Ben Affleck. Dated. Correct. Viggo Mortensen. Rumour. Correct. Scott Speedman. Dated. Incorrect. Luke Wilson. Dated. Correct. Brian Adams. Rumour. Correct. You have got four out of five. That's going to be hard to beat. <laughs> Take the headphones off, Brooke. Take them off. OK. I forgot how much I like that song. You have got to good. answer dated or rumour as I name these names. Good luck, buddy. Ben Affleck. Why are you perv? All right, let's go. Ben Affleck. <laughs> but, yeah, dated. What do I say? Dated, dated or, or rumour? Dated. 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 Correct. Viggo Mortensen. Ooh, rumour? Correct. Scott Speedman. Dated. Incorrect. Luke Wilson. Dated. Correct. Brian Adams. Oh. Correct, which means it's a tie. Ooh. We're going to the tiebreaker. Did you fall for the same one that I went down? Okay. okay. Here's a tiebreaker. Yes, it was the same question. It was Scott Speedman, Speedman who was her he duet. around a bit, though, doesn't Co-star, he? Yeah. and it was a rumour. Okay. Okay, the closest answer wins. How old was Gwynnie when she hooked up with actual date Brad Pitt? 22. 22? 24. Correct! Right on, 24! Yeah. All right! Brooke, you win. No one has beaten you yet in Battle Brook. You win one point and the glory. Put on the invisible crown, you're a little princess. Yep. Now, <laughs> I want to get personal with you guys because, you know, we've all got a celebrity who we think we could be great friends with. Yeah. And I, I think that I would be really great friends with Russell Crowe. I reckon I would get him and I, I certainly think Russell would get me. Yep. So this week I reached out and uh, I, I sent him a tweet. I said, Dirty Laundry returned last night and I need to improve my stamina for the rest of the series. Let's work out soon. OK? Now, unfortunately, Russ didn't get back to me, but I understand, I understand he's a busy man. Yeah. So uh, I thought maybe go for one of his passions. I said, then uh, today I sent him a tweet. Hey, Russ, looking forward to the Rabbitohs versus Warriors on Saturday. Let's catch a game soon. So, uh, you know, let's work out, let's catch a game soon. Nothing. 
And I understand he's a busy guy, uh, <laughs> but, you know, any time you want to hang out, let's do it. So I want to send him a, a tweet right now, and uh, I've, I've got my phone... Uh, well, I haven't got it on me. Somebody's got it upstairs in the box, and they're going to send this. Hey, Russ, we're both busy guys, but any time you want to hang out, just let me know. Hashtag Rusty Moon. Yes. <laughs> Good. I think maybe yes. if we get a hashtag, yeah. that might, you know, bring us closer together. Is hashtag trying too hard, though? Like, you yeah, can't make a hashtag about yourself. You have to wait for it organically to exist by the people. Oh. Shut up. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Give it to him. I'll start it if Give you want to me him. to. <laughs> have you got a better one than Rusty Moon? Just no hashtag. Shut up. <laughs> uh, is there a celebrity that you guys want to hang out with? I mean, apart from me? Alan Alder. I love Alan, Alan Alder. Alder. Yeah. Alan. Are you I reckon we'd be great mates. Really? He's nearly, yeah. he's nearly his age. <laughs> yeah. <he's>... <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching him for a long time. What about you, Ronnie? Is there a celebrity yes. that you want to hang out with? Yes, Gerard Butler. I think he'll be great fun. And I shook his hand once in a bar in Sydney. Yeah. And I told him that when I was in university, I had him as my wallpaper. And then he got his security guards and he got <laughs> me. Jared Butler. Jared right. Butler, yeah. Right. Have you ever tweeted him? No, but I yelled, this is Sparta! First time I saw him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then I told him about the wallpaper on my phone and then that was when the that security came well, in. Yeah. Well, I'm smiling and laughing along like I know what you're talking about. But uh, what did you yell out? This is Sparta. This is Sparta. Okay. Yeah. He oh was in one God. of those films. He's in one of those films. Only, was he in 300? Only the most epic bro movie of all time with people spewing each other. Everyone know 300? Am I crazy? Yeah, yeah I know 300. Yeah, I watched it IMAX. 3D. <laughs> you loved it twice. <laughs> you lead a very exciting life, Ronnie. And so, the next question to you. What did Cameron Crowe, director of the new movie Aloha, apologise for this week? Oh, he apologised for making Aloha. No, he apologised for... <laughs> no, he apologised for uh, uh, having Emma Stone mm. casted as a Asian... with an Asian name. Yes, that's that correct. Enough? Crowe was caught... the bell, please? Well, the yes, can, yeah, <laughs> correct. Where's, where's the, the bell? No, Casted her as uh, Alison Ung. That's what happened. Yes. Ca uh, and so there's like a lot of controversy. It's based on a book or real life. Crow, yeah. Yeah. Crow was called out on, on Twitter for casting Stone, a Caucasian actor to play Alison Ng. Mm. Um, a character who was supposed to be a quarter Hawaiian mm -hmm. and half Chinese. Sounds like a nice pizza. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the film, with all due respect, it sounds like I a mean, top pizza. Yeah. The film <laughs> is fictional, but the character is based on a real Hawaiian local who had Hawaiian Chinese background. Ronnie, um, I'll just let you tee off on this subject. Hey, you, first you, of all... Do you find it racist? That, uh, uh, no, I'm not easily offended. I don't get outraged by that stuff. First of all, uh, I think she's playing a character who's a quarter Asian, a quarter Chinese, not half. Which oh, really? makes it a, little, a quarter better, half better. <laughs> you know what I mean? And also, uh, I think this is great progress. I mean, first, we, what we want to do is we want to get Chinese names in movies, yeah. and then we get some Chinese people in movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first step, you know. So uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think if if it's guilty of anything, I think is I think the character is someone who she's she's white, but she keeps talking about her Chinese heritage, and it's supposed to be a joke. So if they're guilty of anything, they're just guilty of bad comedy. They're not guilty of racism. But that's you know, that's just me. I don't know. Is feel free to get outraged whenever you want, Twitter. All right. <laughs> so it's just standard Hollywood business. It's like we'll cast who we want because we think it's just going to be. The the best at the box I office. think so. I don't think it's Mr. Yoshinuro or whatever his name was from Breakfast with Tiffany's. I don't think it was that. Oh, uh, I thought you meant a... Karate Kid. 
<laughs> Karate Kid. Yeah, wasn't that Mr. Yoshinuro? No, I'm no, staying out Mr. of this, Miyagi. Ronnie. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying out of this, bro. Mr. Yoshi Nuro. Mr. Yoshi Nuro? Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> okay, I was talking about his brother, Mr. Yoshi Nuro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you just made up a, China, a Japanese name? I just... Of... I felt like I needed to contribute a Chinese name. Are you thinking about that That's computer Japanese. ad from the 80s, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I was thinking Japanese, Mr. Okimura and Mr. Yeah. Y Yoshigami. <laughs> also, didn't, didn't Zhang Ziyi, in Memoirs of a Geisha, Zhang Ziyi was like, she's a Chinese actress, she played a Japanese person, 100% Japanese person the whole movie. Yeah, okay. And no one... Enough. Look, I tried to help you, Ronnie. I tried. They've always yeah. criticised neighbours for being, you know... Well, too white? Yeah, very much so. Uh -huh. And yeah, yeah with, good, with good reason. It was too white. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, now for some Something a little classier. Oh, okay. I want to move on. Oh. Okay, that's we over. used to have some wild parties here at, at Dirty Laundry Live. that story, but that's all right. No, I've got to cut you off. <laughs> We're running out of time. But I've decided to tame my wild ways and be more mature and refined. Oh. Yeah. Every week I'm going to sit down with a peer. Good. Someone my equal and exchange stories about what it's like to be famous. So no offence, you losers, but it's time to repair to chambers with my special guest in the celebrity den this week. It's Mr. James Rain. Please, James, don't get up. It is so nice to see you. You are a magnificent specimen of a man. I've always been a big fan. Thanks. Now, you've had a great career, and uh, you're off on a tour. James Rain, all the hits. All the hits, yes. So how long is that concert going to go for? Like 11 or 12 minutes? That's very good. No, about 90 minutes. OK. So yeah. all of the hits. Yeah, all the hits, like Excellent. everything. Now, um, you're... You know, like a lot of great front men, Mick Jagger, Sting, Murray from the Wiggles... Yes. ..often accused of being unintelligible with your vocals. Yeah. What, what do you say to that? What is your response? Well, I think it's been... That has been laid at my feet for many, many years. Mm. And I think if you listen to the first couple of records I ever made, perhaps there's some uh, truth in it. I'm sorry, I don't understand That's a word you're saying. <laughs> so that I see that where this is going, Lawrence. I can see where... No, it's... look at you. you. You look at home here. You're very relaxed and... and I've been here before. You've been... Yeah. This is where Countdown Count, was filmed. Made Countdown. I've been Studio there. 32 Melbourne. They've made many panel shows in here too, Lawrence. Yeah, right. So you're saying that this won't be the last. No, I'm not saying that at all. I just say there Excellent. have been many shows. Yeah, good. Now, I, um, I, I messaged you on, on Facebook recently because uh, you turned like 58. Yeah. And uh, I, I... Did you? I I was waiting for a like, and I, I got nothing. Facebook, I don't go... I, I sometimes Facebook pop... That's the thing that pops it was, up, It right? was a very funny thing. I said, you're 58, but don't get downhearted. That's great. <laughs> it's one of your songs. That's, that's, I see what you've done. <laughs> this is great. It's, it's, uh, this it's is one of your songs. Gold. Now, I want to talk about plagiarism. Yeah. Because there's been talk that Guns N' Roses' Sweet Child of Mine was a lift of an Aussie crawl That's song. That's right. A song called Unpublished Critics. And again, I've heard, been hearing that for quite a while from other people. I never heard it myself, but other people would say so it So are me. you lawyering up? Um, I'd be very careful what I say. I think there's probably something right. called the statute of limitations, which means I probably might be a bit too late. But I've heard recently, too, that, that uh, the band Nirvana apparently had... Uh, there's a, a, a similarity but apparently between one of their songs, Smells Like so Teen Spirit... So you could be getting some sweet coin... Guns N' Roses Nirvana have been ripping you off. I don't think I'd be getting any sweet coin, no. But you're not squeaky clean, are you, Rain Man? 
Because it depends what you're I was talking part, about. Uh oh. In terms of plagiarism, I was part of a little outfit in the 80s called Moontown Rats. <laughs> and we had a tribute song to Meryl Streep. Called? Meryl. Right. And, and it was, I think, how did it go? Well, let's have a little listen. The guy in the blonde wig is Greg Fleet's son. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, Declan Fleet. Um, now, I, I'm really? sure that... Is you, it really? No, it's not. Okay. I'm sure you can hear some similarities there. When was Errol released? Errol was released in probably, I don't know, probably it's 1980 or something. Yeah, 1981. Ours was released after that, so the jury's still out. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to see you in a moment. Yes. James Rain, thank you very much for being in the Celebrity Den. Ladies and gentlemen, James Rain. We'll see you shortly. And now it's time for What Have We Learned? Here it comes. Whoa. You know how to play this, ladies and gentlemen. Panellists, you've heard the answers because they've been said during the show already. The person that yells the, the loudest and the quickest gets the point. OK! OK, don't okay. do that. You know I'm sensitive to noise, Brooke. All right. All right, we want you to loud, yell very loudly. OK, Ash? Can OK. You, can you yell? I can! Yeah, just tell, yell at Marty, leave me alone, you perv. <laughs> what TV role does Marty think he could have Carlotta. played? Carlotta! Yeah! I forgot I said that. According to Brooke, where do you go from transgender and pregnant? Reincarnation! Jump the lesbian shark, it's correct! <laughs> Good hands! Jump the lesbian shark! Who did Marty attempt to sell his virginity to? <laughs> Noise works! <laughs> what two occupations did Brooke have prior to acting? Pilot. Morgan piloting! I'll give, it to, I'll give a point to Ronnie and to Ash. Yeah, yeah, there you go. In Sweden, what car is a traditional... Oh! Both get a sub. And our final question for the night. Where did Ronnie see 300? At the 3D cinema. IMAX 3D. IMAX 3D. <laughs> Ash is the winner tonight. Oh, well done, Ash. Ash. Give her a big round of applause. We're back next Thursday at 9.30, but to take us out tonight, performing Fall of Rome, it's James Rain. See ya! Every morning, knowing I wake from my bed, I'm yawning, scratching my head, I visit the dawning, feel like I'm dead. Baby, I've been sleeping all along. Well, every day break, I throw it from my sleep. So turn the TV if I'm stepping, I be a junkyardie. Here and don't lie, here and don't lie. Talking about a rolling stone. And everybody said, oh, what's that sound? Put it in a skillet and slap it all around. And everybody said, I can stay home. Still thinking about the fall of Rome. Still thinking about the fall of Rome. All these dragons 
to drag me down I've been picking things up The underground like a track That's crime, I'm a bonder In the for alone No peer between Locally like walls And standing when I walk God, I'm a man of sin Just an ashes and moth Where am I going to buy it? Where am I going to buy it? God will be the dog of all and everybody said, oh, what's that sound? Pull it in, steal it, and slap it all around. Then everybody said, I can't stay home. Still thinking about the fall of Rome. Still thinking about the fall of Roma. Still thinking about the fall of Rome. Oh, yeah. Still thinking about the fall of Rome. Yeah.